Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN FM Ann Arbor. My name is Mike, and Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food and culture. Every Thursday evening at 6.30, sometimes more culture than food, sometimes more beasts eating food and possibly stealing children than culture. It all makes perfect sense, or it will in just a moment, because uh, we're here to talk about the Krampus costume ball that's coming up in Ypsilanti in at the Corner Brewery. That's from Saturday from 8 p.m. to midnight and possibly beyond? Yeah, that's right. There's a um, there's a march that goes from the Corner Brewery uh, to Woodruff's for their elbow-deep uh, drag show. So many, many things are going to unravel for you here. Chris Sandin is here from the Krampus Fest, and uh, Mark Maynard is also here. Hi, Mark. Hello, Mike. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. So I'm going to give just a little bit of background on Krampus, if you might not be familiar. says so in Wikipedia, Krampus is a beast-like creature from the folklore of Alpine countries, thought to punish bad children during the Christmas season, and seems a very useful creature to have, in contrast with St. Nicholas, who rewards nice ones with gifts. That's how I remember it. Yep. And Krampus is said to capture particularly naughty children in his sack and carry them away to his lair. He's represented as a beast-like creature, generally demonic in appearance. He's often hairy, usually brown or black, and has the cloven hooves and horns of a goat. His long, pointed tongue lolls out. Unexpectedly, though, um, he's a very gentle lover. Really? You you wouldn't expect that when you saw him, but he's... I wasn't aware of that. He has a wife. He does. You know, actually, now that you mentioned that he has a wife, that reminds me, I, thought, I saw a wanted poster around town. Uh, can you tell us about that? Yeah, they're, they're wanted for a, a number of, uh, you know, domestic sort of issues and uh, stealing children and such. So uh, we actually sent out a, a sort of bounty hunter to see if we can get him to come to this event. So mm, That's we'll Krampus and uh, Mrs. Krampus? Yeah. Is it Lady Krampus or Mrs. Krampus? I guess Lady is what Lady, she likes to Lady go by. Lady Krampus. Lady Krampus. She's from England. Oh, okay. Where is Krampus from? Was it one of the Alpine countries that they talk about? or? Uh... Yeah, I think it's uh, Germ- German, maybe. Um, yeah, I think it's something like um, like that. Yeah. So we have uh, German-English. He, we can't of... communicate they with can't. him. We can't communicate with him. So I, mean, I don't know what kind of language it is he's speaking, but I assume that's what... Germans talk like it's like a oh, yeah, blah, 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 blah. so I mean it may be German I don't know that must be it yeah and and we probably you probably literally can't communicate with them probably because of the uh, maybe there's radio silence uh, there there are security concerns about Krampus and uh, yeah I mean Krampus. he when when we brought him here a couple years ago when we first started he almost destroyed your your board I think yeah he came to WCBN that. and he was actually. 
and a deceptively fluffy light blue color, like a sky blue color, wasn't he? Yeah, he he was uh, going through his uh, he was molting Ziggy Stardust phase or something like that. Yeah, he. Um, have you seen the A Team, the the documentary series, the A Team? Uh, the document you mean from the eighties? Yeah, the documentary series yeah, from the eighties, yeah. the A Team yeah. about the um, the people that returned from uh, Vietnam and they would um, solve problems for people. Right. Yeah. But they the way they traveled with Mr. T. They had a, a guy named Mr. T. Right. Yeah. That was one of the, the operatives on their team, and they would have to drug him because he'd say, "I don't want to get on that plane, Hannibal." You remember right. that? Yeah, that's right. It's the same yeah. thing with Mr. With, uh, with the Krampus. He doesn't want to get on the plane, or in this case, he doesn't want to go to the bar. Well, right. he didn't want to come to your show last time, so we had to drag him here and bring him against his will. But well, he's uh, he was on his honeymoon. Oh, at the time, I think. So it sounds like there there are some issues that we have to deal with here. But in the meantime, if you go to the Krampus Costume Ball in Ypsilanti at the Corner Brewery on Saturday from 8 p.m. to midnight, there are things you can do to have fun, whether or not Krampus and Lady Krampus show up and cause mischief. I hear I hear there, there are imbibing opportunities, not just the usual imbibing you might get from Corner Brewery, but a special brew or two. Is that true? Yeah, there's. Um, we started when we first started having this event uh, th- a few years ago. We started having naughty and nice brews. So this year there's a sour brew, which is the um, which is a blonde um, that uh, I, I don't remember the details, but people can find it on Facebook if they search for Krampus and Ypsilanti, I guess. But um, it's some sort of fruit, uh, very tart, very sour. Yeah, a sour, sour blonde or, or something. A like sour blonde. Which is the naughty beer, and then there's the um, the nice beer, which is a um, a stout, which is peanut butter and jelly stout, which is mm. which is quite delicious. I think everyone will enjoy that. So, uh, I'm I'm not sure if we decide when we'll unveil those or uncork them, but probably around nine o'clock or so. So the event starts at eight. Um, it's a dance party. There's a DJ, and um, there will be all kinds of uh, fun stuff to do. Um, and well, at some point, we'll un- unveil the uh, the two new beers. And then we'll have our our, um, our procession through the streets of Ypsilanti, um, waking people up and rattling chains and beating on things and playing instruments. And we'll have torches. And um, we'll make our way down to the drag show where we'll be accosted by <laughs> angry queens, <laughs> drag queens. They're pretty nice, usually. Yeah, I don't know. So, where again, yeah. where is the drag show going to be? At Woodruff's. Woodruff's, right. In Depot Town. In Depot Town, right on Cross Street. So. Yeah. Quick, quick walk from Corner Brewery. There, there might be a detour or two. We're, we're thinking about going through some, some alleyways and having some experiences. Oh wow, man! So it might not be that quick of a walk. It depends on what <laughs> we're feeling like. And it's going to be at midnight. At midnight. After yeah. which you might have tried both of the uh, brews a few times. So yeah. that may influence your decision. Yeah. So, yes, the, the Krampus Fest, I keep calling it the Krampus Fest, although that's kind of a fun name for it, but the Krampus Costume Ball. People will be wearing costumes. People wear all kinds of kooky costumes, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. we've had great ones. Yeah, I think um, traditionally the ones that they, they still have some Krampus events around the world um, in, you know, in Eastern Europe, I guess, and, and stuff like that. Um, and I think a lot of those are really terribly scary where they try to really – um, terrify children, and um, you know that the Krampuses are very realistic and scary. Our event is more of like um, the way I would think of it is more like the cantina scene from Star Wars. Oh yeah, I mean it's just a it's a it's a, a weird eclectic group of people on some weird misfit planet. <laughs> so it's you know we've had 
giant bunny rabbits carrying guns, and we've had, <laughs> I don't know what else, like... People painted silver. People, yeah. I in mean, Yeti costumes. We've had a couple of Yetis. We've had, we've had all kinds of monsters and, and a fair number of Krampuses as well. So every year's a little different. So, um, so there's some that are scary, but I think it's not like a, it's not like a horror show. You know, there's not lots of blood and gore and it's not, um, it's more fun than that. I think I've seen some YouTube videos of Krampus festivals, which usually go on, I think in some countries in Europe in the first week of December, if I remember correctly. Mm -hmm. And some of them actually go around pushing people around. Yeah. (laughs) Shoving them around. Traditionally, um, have birch rods that they beat the children with. And um, in some of the countries, they actually carry switches and they chase children and, and, and adults and hit them. And they we, might we don't do yeah, that. They might not hit children hard, but I've seen them like push adults around. That does not happen here. Ours is more like loving spanking. <laughs> yeah, there is spanking at ours. We have had we Krampus spanks with a paddle, and um, ladies or men, if they want to lay across his lap, he will he will spank them. That's an optional feature, though. That that's not required with admission. No. Uh, not required. I think no, that's, that's a good idea. <laughs> Okay. Well, that's good to know. I mean, people I need to get I think you got a... spanked when you came. I think I might have gotten spanked. Yeah, I think that was... You're right. I, I kind of suppressed that, <laughs> being spanked by Krampus. But now that you mention it, it's bringing back a lot of other thoughts and a lot of... Uh, you're going to start crying. I'm going to start crying, but I'm fine, really. So, uh, now, actually, there is kind of an ulterior motive, too, <coughs> isn't there, with, with Krampus Costume Ball? Because uh, in the past, you've given out awards, or A2 Awesome has been involved. There's an organization called A2 Awesome? Yeah, I'm a member of A2 Awesome, and we have never given an award to this group. We oh, actually okay. Have a, we actually have a meeting the day after this. We have an A2 Awesome meeting where we're going to be giving out a $1,000 grant. And we have given uh, – actually, there is a connection, I suppose. Um, Chris Sandin, who's here, um, his group Spontaneous <coughs> Art, um, which he does with a few other folks from around Ann Arbor, in Ipsy, um, we gave them a grant to do some um, some – similar work in that um i guess yeah i mean they're a part of putting this on yeah they they help with this event so there there is a connection between the two things but it's not a a, not a clear connection yeah there's an interesting eclectic group of people actually now that you mention it getting involved with all kinds of different ipsilandi events there is a connection with the shadow art fair Mm -hmm. yeah the people that plan this are the same ones that did the shadow art fair we've done the shadow art fair for I don't know, it seems like a long time, eight years, nine years, something like that. And um, at some point we decided not to do a Christmas Shadow Art Fair and just focus on our summer Shadow Art Fair. And um, and this is kind of the replacement for that. This is, we thought, you know, we don't need more selling junk around the holidays. And there are enough <laughs> people that do that. Let's just have a party instead. And let's just drink and have torches and chase each other through the streets. And go to a drag show at and midnight. go to a drag show at midnight. Yeah, it's a, it's a perfect evening in Ypsilanti, I think. Um, I don't think people should be scared. I don't think anyone in your audience would be scared, but I think nah. the AnnaBert.com is going to do a piece tomorrow, I think, on it. And I just think maybe a lot of their audience would be hesitant to come to Ipsy in the first place. And then when they hear about being chased to the streets by monsters on their way to a drag <laughs> show, they're prob- it's probably the, least, the last thing they would want to do with their, with their Saturday evening. But it's really it's a very friendly event. And, um, yeah. and we, do have, we do give away... Uh, prizes for good costumes and things like that yeah yeah there will be all kinds of fun stuff there will be a band kind of that leads the leads the event and then as i said we might go on this little haunted detour um and then the drag show will as always um is always fun so there's it's it's about you know it's four cool events all kind of molded into into one big big free thing 
there's no cost at all other than the the booze and if you go on the the walk with us on the on the midnight stroll through ripsy um you don't even have to pay to get into the drag show i think there's usually like a five dollar charge to get into that and that's free too if you if you're with us so it's a it's a good free fun evening and if you want to just sort of go down to corner brewery nipsey and just check it out and see what you think that's an option too yeah you could sit on the other side of the room and just stare that's <laughs> right that's possible yeah yeah so that is the Krampus Costume Ball, and that's at the Corner Brewery in Ypsilanti. That is from 8 p.m. till midnight. It's about quarter to seven. It's Pandora's Lunchbox. And coming up at seven, Arwolf will help us to face the music. Now, I believe uh, one of you has to uh, scoot. Is that correct? I, I have to go see a play about another monster. My, oh, daughter, my daughter is um, eight years old, and she's in her first grade school play. So um, Awesome. I was, um, I, I was I was told to be there. I wasn't told to be there. I want to be there, but um, yeah, I just made a choice. It was a very difficult choice between my daughter, whom I love, and Mike Perini, whom I love, and I had to to make that decision. It's like Sophie's choice. Oh dear! So I'm standing there on the on the platform with these two beautiful individuals in my hands, and I have to make a decision <laughs> which which one is is going to live. And by live, I mean enjoy my presence. <laughs> <laughs> and and I chose my daughter. I chose my beautiful. Oh, apparently I didn't. So I'm I'm still here. So I haven't oh. made a choice yet. So Mike, if you want to, please, please, if you want to talk to me and and convince me to to choose you instead. Oh no, no, please go, <laughs> please go. <laughs> I don't mean get out of here. I mean please go for your daughter, your wonderful daughter, yeah. and her play. Please do. <laughs> right, she has her whole life ahead of her. I think it might mean something. I, I think with you, you're a little more jaded and and angry. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I, <laughs> you know, that's just. Is it a Christmas play? No, it's uh, it's called Gilgamesh, which oh. is some sort of, I don't know, like I think it's some sort of folk tale from somewhere. Mm-hmm. I don't know, India. I don't know. Well, do enjoy that. Thank you, uh, Mark, for coming uh, by. Thank You're welcome. You. You're welcome. I, I really enjoyed it. So. Thank you. And Chris, you hanging around? Do you think a little bit? I can hang around. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to play some music that might inspire you if you're in a Krampus sort of way. If if there is, in fact, uh, the great fire of Krampus, and he comes in and there's, like, great billowing fire, say, that probably won't happen literally. I think the fire chief of Epsilanti would probably get involved. But um, if hypothetically, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, If there was symbolically great flames of fire, then perhaps there would be a worry that if there were, say, meat around, there would be too much barbecue. What I'm trying to say is, here's a song by that title, which I'm very subtly going to segue into. This is, um, this is, this is very subtle. This is Big Twist and the Mellow Fellows, Too Much Barbecue, and you're listening to Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Thank you. She must have thought I was dead. Uh, they found me sitting underneath a tree. Was out cold by the roadside, but only sleeping, don't you see? So they uh, check my liver and they uh, check my blood and all kind of tests. 
to see what I've done Called a doctor, intern, a specialist too Said we don't know what's wrong with you What's my problem? Too much barbecue Oh no, no way What's my problem, man? Too much barbecue Ah, you got to be bullshit I mean, what's my real problem, man? What's my problem? Too much barbecue. Uh-uh. And I was bound with a rib tip. <laughs> Just sitting in my hand, dog. Huh? Now I was eating whole chickens. Before I was age 10. Woo! Mama told me, my papa told me too. Son, might be the death of you. Oh, I don't be in no time. Can I get to riding in my scoopy bill? Five glass pistols and a chocolate wheel. Well, line of ice trays are mounted on the face. Stereo speakers all over the place. Sixteen cheeseburgers we got sitting in a sack. About a half pound cheesecake. Now we're gonna get through with that. Woo! My grandma hung an alligator pie. Alligator pie. Slap it all on the grill now. Well, nothing brought or nothing fried So they are Check my level And they are check my blood Ran all kind of tests To see what I've done Called a doctor In turn a specialist too Say we don't know what's wrong With you What's my problem? Too much barbecue I can't believe you're telling me this thing Too much barbecue, that's a problem. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. We're listening to a lovely tune by Big Twist and the Mellow Fellows from a collection called Blues Barbecue. And I had a very tenuous connection between Krampus Krampus Fest and that when I introduced that song. But I got away with it. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, and we're here to talk about Krampus Costume Ball. I'm here with uh, Chris Sandin. How you doing, Chris? Good. How are you? Good. Could you come a little closer to the mic so we can hear your uh, sure. tones a little more? Thank yeah. You. So, um, quite actually interested and impressed with the uh, with the poster for this year's uh, Krampus Costume Ball, which is at the Corner Brewery in Ipsy from 8 till midnight and beyond. It's quite a stark wanted poster. It's got uh, Mr. and Lady Krampus. How, uh, how did you get inspired to make this poster here? Well, um, Ipsy Police asked me to make it. And, um, you know, I have a little bit of graphic design background, so I just kind of threw it together and uh, in the old Wild West style. And, uh, yeah, that was it. And the Ipsy Police, as you're mentioning, I I didn't realize that they were involved in this search for uh, Mr. and Lady Krampus, but I guess that would make sense. Yeah, I mean, this time of year it gets weird. It does. Yeah. 
I have some uh, more information about Krampus, the history. The history of the Krampus figure stretches back to pre-Christian Germanic traditions. The early Catholic Church discouraged celebrations based around the wild goat-like creatures, and during the Inquisition, efforts were made to stamp them out. I didn't really? realize that Krampus was a, a focus of the Inquisition. However, Krampus figures persisted, and by the 17th century, Krampus had been incorporated into Christian winter celebrations by pairing them with St. Nicholas. Yeah, well, we're kind of bringing them back, too, I guess. Yeah. yeah. There have been a couple—we had a, a crew from uh, Wisconsin who built Krampus costumes last year, and they brought them and wore them, and uh, this year they're putting on their own Krampus in uh, in Wisconsin. So that's oh, wow. kind of cool. So Krampus is spreading. It's, it's It could be a threat to uh, many people all over the country, in yeah. fact. <laughs> there will be an ice capades at some point. And, oh, yeah, Kramp- yeah. Krampus capades, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. Uh, Austrian gover- governments actually discouraged the practice in the 20th century, it says here. In the 1950s, the Austrian government distributed pamphlets titled Krampus is an Evil Man. Mm. Yep. And uh, But towards the end of the century, a popular resurgence of Krampus celebrations occurred and continues today. There's been public debate in Austria in modern times about whether Krampus is appropriate for children. Mm. Well, it's not because you can't, <clears throat> kids can't come to this event at least. So because it's a brewery, basically. Yeah. yeah. But if, if are the grim fairy tales appropriate for children? I mean, you know, they're they're strange. Oh, they're great. They're macabre yeah. kids' stories, and uh, you know, they they teach important lessons. About, yes, indeed. Yeah. So it also describes here Ipsy weirdos march to Woodruff's after party, and so all of the information you want is on this beautiful poster that's around town. In Ipsy, it's got kind of a nice goldish color to it. Yeah, it's sprinkled with gold or smeared with gold. Now we're going to take a little bit of time actually to learn a little more about the history of Krampus music because this has never been made in a in a an official recording, uh, studio recording, but we have found this on YouTube. This is Krampus going to sue the pants off of Santa, and there's a lot of resentment and jealousy there. And this, <laughs> it goes, you want to take a listen? Let's let's hear that right now. Well, you get the idea. These modern folk songs, you know, they're pretty to the point. Get, they pretty much get right to the point. So Krampus going to sue the pants off of Santa. Now this, I don't know if this has any connection to Krampus being a wanted figure. Yeah. Is that, is that new? Is that a modern classic? I believe it is. A mo- it's wow. certainly a classic, and I think it is pretty modern. So, uh, yeah. Wow, cool. So uh, I have some more information about Krampus here, in fact. Uh, the, the word Krampus, actually. The word Krampus, sometimes spelled Grampus, imagine that. Really? Has, is a derivation of the old German word for claw. And the creature has many names, though. Klaubauf is used throughout Austria, while Bartel or Bartel, Niglo Bartel, and Wubartel are used in the southern part of the country. Outside Austria, Krampus and related creatures go by Pelzebock, Pelznickel in southern Germany, 
Gumfinkel, which is a really good name, and in, in Hungary, Krampusch, and in Switzerland, Schmutzli. 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 I don't know if I would be scared of a schmutzli myself. Yeah, yeah it sounds like a, a tasty treat. Yes, it does. I would like a delicious schmutzli. But uh, nonetheless, as you were saying, now we've met Krampus, and he really is a nice, big, fluffy, uh, blue creature. Yeah, but in here, he was like a bull in a china shop. He was knocking things over. Here at WCBN, he was causing trouble a couple of years ago. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So hopefully this wanted poster will get him uh, where he needs to be, which is uh, at the Krampus Fest. Yeah, absolutely. Both. As, speaking of children and children being frightened by Krampus, I have also found a children's choir singing Krampus Gonna Sue the Pants Off of Santa. So really? let's, uh, wow. let's hear a little bit of that, okay? Santo's going for a ride. Very ominous, especially in the voices of children, I think. But uh, yes, so that's Krampus going to sue the pants off of Santa, a new folk classic. Uh, Also, I wanted to mention another uh, perhaps pagan ritual, although Krampus is, has has Christian traditions now. It's become kind of a Christian-oriented tradition. Yeah, that sounded like a boys' choir. Yeah, I I think so. And uh, some boys and girls, looks like, so it's a a co-ed affair. Oh, right. But... um, Here's another tradition in upstate New York in Saratoga Springs, says here in the Associated Press. Pig-shaped hard candies are sold with little metal hammers to be smashed at Christmas. Peppermint pigs can weigh up to a pound, and they're considered good luck charms by some people. Uh, Saratoga Sweets is owned by Mike Fitzgerald. It makes about 130,000 peppermint pigs for the season. Peppermint porkers have been a local favorite since he restarted the tradition in 1988 and have spread around the country with online and catalog sales. In the old days, the pig was placed on the Christmas dinner table. Father would wrap it in a napkin and crack it with the steel rod used to sharpen knives. The tradition had faded away by the mid-20th century, but it's coming back. Much like Krampus is coming back. Well, I kind of want to do that now. It's kind of like a piggy bank in a way, right? Like smashing the piggy bank. Yeah, yeah. Only it's, uh, I, I wonder if you eat the peppermint after that, or do you just... I don't know. I, I mean, know. we used to smash, uh, you know, jawbreakers, and then, you know, put the shards in our mouth and <laughs> <laughs> live dangerously. poke our gums with it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Dangerous times we live in. But uh, just about wrapping up here on Pandora's Lunchbox, one more thing I want to mention. Uh, on Sunday, this Sunday, the Christmas Jubilee is at the Masonic Temple in Detroit with Patty Smith. Nice. And a bunch of people like the Thornbills and the Curmudgeons and Nicole Atkins. Doors open at 6 p.m. and the proceeds will benefit the Gleaners Food Bank in Detroit. That is at the Masonic Temple in Detroit starting at 6 p.m. this Sunday. But as we've been talking about Saturday, this Saturday from 8 p.m. to midnight and beyond is the Krampus Costume Ball with the March two woodruffs afterwards and a drag show. So yeah. there you go. Absolutely. And don't don't feel too obligated to get real fancy. If you don't, if you're not in the costumes, just come and hang out and drink beer and, you know, march with us. Have a nice time. Yeah. Well, thank you, Chris. Thanks so much for coming by. Thank you, Mike.
So Krampus Fest at the Corner Brewery in Ipsy starting at 8 p.m. on Saturday. Well, this has been Pandora's Lunchbox for a while. I'm still Mike and have been for a little bit. Coming up, Arbolf will help us to face the music, and I'm going to play a song to get us into Arbolf's show by perhaps one of his 150 favorite bands. This, These are the Vats. Hooray! The Vats, and this is called Hugh That Vat. So if you have perhaps a vat with some brewery in it, in fact, uh, it says here, I'm going to plant that pick deep in fertile soil. I'm going to fill it with wine and ride my hydrofoil. Figure out what that means at your peril. This has been WCBN FM and Arbor still is, and here are the vats. Thank you for listening. Keep on doing it. that, I should go into a set by King Usnevich and the Usnevich Tones, but you can't have everything. It's just past seven. This is WCBN-FM, Ann Arbor. 88.3 is the frequency. My name is R. Wolf, and it's time for Face the Music. Thank you, Mike. That was great. I'm continuing with the, uh, the overarching theme, an eight-week survey of Songs written, published, recorded, popularized in years ending with the numeral two. This is how I celebrate the end of 
2012. I'd like to open with a player piano roll of the amazing Zez Confrey. Z-E-Z, a wonderful name. Um, Zez came up with something that he, uh, he named after a witch from, uh, I guess, from the East Village, right? Greenwich, 